Last month, President Donald Trump signed an executive order to possibly ban TikTok, the social media video app. Trump was citing national security concerns and said that if TikTok didn't sell its U.S. operations to an American company by September 20th, We may be banning TikTok. We may be doing some other things or a couple of options, but a lot of things are happening. So we'll see what happens. But we are looking at a lot of alternatives with respect to TikTok. We're now just a few days away from that deadline, and there's been a ton of activity over the past week. So joining me here is Recode Senior Correspondent Peter Kafka. Hey, Peter. Hi, Teddy. So it seems like a ton of stuff's been going on over the last week. Can you explain what happened to TikTok? Uh, I can try with the caveat that this is a, a moving story. We're recording this on Tuesday. I think this will come out Thursday. Uh, so things can change. They've been changing quickly over the last couple of weeks, like you mentioned. And also, uh, we're not entirely sure what has happened and what TikTok and its owner ByteDance have actually proposed doing. But the very broad strokes are... President Trump, like you mentioned, said that that uh, TikTok could get banned unless its owner, ByteDance, it's a Chinese company, would sell its U.S. operations to a U.S.-owned company, citing security concerns. And for a long time, meaning several weeks, it looked like the likely candidate for that was going to be Microsoft, possibly in combination with Walmart, was going to buy the U.S. version of TikTok and maybe some other stuff from ByteDance, and that was going to be the deal And there was a second offer from Oracle, the database company, uh, in conjunction with some investors in ByteDance that were also making a play for it. But that seemed to be the second place option. And in a surprise move, it turns out Oracle is now, at least for now, supposed to be the winner of, of the TikTok sale. But there's a lot of caveats with that, so we can get to that. Yeah, I mean, TikTok isn't actually being sold, right? Yeah, as far as we can tell, what what, what ByteDance and TikTok are saying is that Oracle won't be the owner of TikTok. It'll be like the trusted technology partner. And once you're done sort of parsing all of it, it sounds like what Oracle and ByteDance slash TikTok are proposing is that Oracle is going to house U.S. user data on its servers. Basically, it's a long-winded way of saying it sounds like Oracle is going to sort of get a, a vendor contract with with TikTok to, to house data and kind of not much more than that. Uh, Microsoft had been proposing, in part because the U.S. had basically told it to, uh, a complete acquisition of TikTok, not just the data, but the algorithm, the thing that actually powers TikTok. It was going to sort of have its own version of TikTok that it was going to run and operate completely independently from ByteDance. And this is not what Oracle seems to be proposing right now. Right. So Donald Trump said that it was because of national security concerns. That's why he wanted to ban TikTok. Does this arrangement with Oracle, which is sort of handing it over to them, but not entirely, does that really solve what you think of as the Trump problem with TikTok in the first place? Not if you take what Donald Trump said seriously and at, at face value. And to be clear, there's a wide range of people across the political spectrum that have concerns about a Chinese-owned company having a huge social network that's popular in the U.S. 
and these range from just purely national political concerns to real to real sort of thoughtful concerns about what it means for a Chinese-owned company, uh, which means that it's, it has direct connections to Chinese government, having access to data and user behavior and what that means for the censorship. There's a, there's a whole variety of concerns, some of which I'd argue are, are not good faith arguments and some of which some of which really are. But if you take Donald Trump at his word, he said this entire company has to be sold. It can't be partially sold. Someone had sort of floated that earlier. He said it has to be sold to a U.S.-owned company, and that is not what's happening. So we've said the word Trump a lot. How unusual is this for someone like Donald Trump to be at the center of M&A negotiations? It's the most unusual. There's nothing There's nothing that I can remember anything close to this. Um be, and, and and it's not just Trump, by the way. The Trump is definitely the the uh, a, a huge a huge wrinkle in this. But so is the fact that the Chinese government is weighing in on this deal as well. Um, one of the reasons uh, we seem to think that the Microsoft deal didn't happen is because basically China said we're without saying it the in, in this way, but we're we're not going to allow our prized asset to be sold. Um, because of American political considerations. Um, so it seems to be that, that ByteDance thinks this will work. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we are now used, we're four years into this, we are used to Donald Trump coming in and, and meddling in various ways in private industry. And sometimes he announces things and doesn't do them, and sometimes he follows through. Um, and when it comes to China, um, it's, that's an additional layer of complexity. The U.S. has been taking an aggressively, an increasingly aggressive stance towards China. They've essentially banned a Chinese uh, telecom infrastructure company, Huawei, from doing business in the U.S. Um, that's also a big deal. But that was sort of banning something that hadn't happened yet. We have never seen a deal where there's an asset like this that exists in America and the president says, this thing must be sold to an American company. Um it's kind of, frankly, the the thing you might see in a banana republic or or maybe, you know, post-communist Russia. And one of the key things here is that the actual buyer, Oracle, is a company that has pretty extraordinarily close ties with the administration, right? If it had been sold to Microsoft, there wouldn't be this sort of allegation of, you know, some sort of corrupt deal. But this is being sold to Oracle. You know, m- most big American companies, again, four years into to the Trump administration, have have sort of figured out ways to sort of coexist with Donald Trump, whether it's sort of paying him lip service and then ignoring him. But as you have reported, Larry Ellison, the CEO of, of Oracle, has been sort of the most unusual supporter publicly of Donald Trump in, in terms of big tech companies. Right. Ellison is one of the few major tech founders who has hosted fundraisers for Trump. And there are a lot of employees at Oracle who are uncomfortable with the Ellison-Trump relationship, but this shows it has business benefits, right? I mean, obviously, we don't know the hypothetical counterfactual scenario, but you bet Larry Ellison gets his phone calls returned in a way that is pretty unusual in in Silicon Valley um, in the Trump era. Yeah, I mean, I think if we if if you look, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg has had contact with Donald Trump and has had dinner in the White House. Tim Cook is someone that for uh, has sort of figured out a way to coexist with Donald Trump, even though I think he finds his politics odious. He's he's figured out ways to sort of uh, appease and, and and make Donald Trump happy. It's very difficult to imagine that Donald Trump cares at all about TikTok in any way, or frankly, even this deal, other than a way to say that he can he is tough on China. So when you strip away all the corporate intrigue and the international politics. There are a lot of people who love TikTok. What does it mean for the average person? Is this just going to be 
you know, okay, some some data is being stored at some, you know, Silicon Valley company rather than some Chinese company. Does this really change TikTok? Well, it depends, right? If this deal goes through and China and the U.S. all sign off on it, um, again, let's point out we have an election coming up, so it's unclear who might end up signing off on this, depending on how long the deal takes to actually go through. No, the, there's supposedly 100 million users of, of TikTok in the U.S., which is a staggering number, and I, I'm a little skeptical about it. But I guarantee you a very, 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 very small percentage of them know that, that TikTok is owned by a Chinese company. And I think a smaller number cares about where their data is stored. So they should not care at all. And in theory, this would allow TikTok to keep functioning the same way. Right, which is probably all they care about. It is definitively all they care about. They do that. There's no TikTok user who cares where their data is. If they were, they weren't. They wouldn't be using TikTok. But we don't know what is going to happen to TikTok. And there's a remains a possibility that Donald Trump says no, this doesn't fly, and you got to shut this thing down. And that would be the most uncharted territory we've been in. The idea that the the U.S. government is going to ban a a, a product that is. Uh, not U.S. owned in the U.S. It's just something we haven't really thought about before. And if it becomes president and and, and Donald Trump is reelected and this is sort of the new way of the world, um, it's pretty staggering. All right. Recode senior correspondent Peter Kafka. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Teddy. 